She's just a girl and she's on fire. Welcome to Him for Her Radio. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him Prison Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. This girl is on fire. This panel of women I have in here are on fire. What are we on fire with? The Holy Spirit. My name is Sugbury, him for her radio. I am so glad you guys are here. You know, a lot of our ideas come through our website, which is himprisonministries.org. H-I-M prisonministries.org. And, you know, we love to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the darkest corners of the world, not just prison. And I love how God has given us this opportunity in radio to talk about the hot topics that a lot of women won't touch on as Christians. We walk around with our face looking all perfect and, you know, I got my life together. Well, you know what? We don't. And this is a show, this is a safe place for you to come and and share your ideas, share your challenges, share your victories. Um, I do read them all, all the emails that you send, and I'm going to encourage you to continue to do that, himprisonministries.org. And if it God so moves you, there's a button there that says donate. Help us to bring the gospel of Christ everywhere, not only in radio, but also as we travel to the prisons in the world. Um, I am so excited today. We have got two wonderful women here today. We've got Steph Anderson and Reagan Kramer. Reagan Kramer's wearing two hats. She often comes in as my co-host, as well as I am going to be quizzing her on some of these uh topic questions today. Uh So what is the the hot topic of today? (laughs) Ministry and motherhood, the tension between callings. Ministry and motherhood, the tension. Oh, ladies, you know what I'm talking about? That tight tension that you feel between your motherhood and your ministry. You know, what is a ministry? It's kind of a fancy Christian term. It basically means getting the love thing right in Jesus Christ, going out and sharing with other people, using the spiritual gifts God has given you to uh, bring the gospel to the corners of the world. You know, God tells us the Great Commission is go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. And so that's a ministry. I mean, we're all called to do that. You don't have to go to seminary, people. We are called not only in our motherhood, but also to go out um, in the world and share the love of Christ. Reagan, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Would you please introduce Steph to our listeners? So great to be here. I would love to introduce Steph Anderson. Um, It's a friend of mine. She is a wife and mother with three beautiful spirited children. Yes. And spirited, um, does that mean they're troublemakers? Uh, more than you know. My two boys, let's just say they make me run. <laughs> <laughs> they're adorable. Um, Steph grew up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and she's here in the Twin Cities now. And she um, used to work at a high school as a teacher's aide and from there started to travel with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. We want to hear about more about that. Um, and now she's married to Jay, and he is in full-time ministry with Pulse Ministries, which we love that ministry. And she has um, been homeschooling for the last two years. So she is a busy girl. Um, Steph is a woman focused on communicating her passion for prayer and how moms can thrive in the midst of day-to-day life. 
Amen to that. Amen. And how old are your kids? So my kids are three, four, and six. Oh, they! Oh my gosh! You I'm don't a, even know what the word troublemaker means. Wait till <laughs> teen years. Oh my goodness! I love it. I love it. The older they got, the closer to the ground in prayer I got. <laughs> I love how God does that. Um, you know, I want to just address this topic with both of you. I'm going to pipe in from here, uh, here and there as well. Um, ministry and motherhood—the tension between callings. Um, I am much older than these two beautiful women. My kids are grown and out of the house. Um, But I remember when God started to call me. And when did he call me? He called me when my kids were still little. Now, what do I mean by call? God God calls us in the ministry according to how he wired us. I mean, we're all made perfectly. Our personality is perfect according to Christ because he made it. Um, You know, our our passion is perfect because he's put it in us. Why? So that it serves the purpose that God has laid out before us. And when you're a mom, you already have a purpose, um, but also he prepares us for ministry. And I remember when the kids were still little in that season of my life, I felt God calling me to be an evangelist. Have you guys felt the difference between calling in motherhood and calling in ministry? Yeah, I can totally resonate with that, Shug, because I went through the same thing um, a couple years ago. I have done a lot of mission work in the past before I had my son. We waited for my son for seven years Mm. to have a baby. So imagine having this baby and you're thinking, okay, full-time mom, this is what I've been waiting for forever. And when he was about three and a half, four, I started getting this stirring in my heart to the point I would wake up every morning just like on fire, like something is happening and I'd be praying and I would be in the word of God. And he was actually calling me to do prison ministry at that time, but it scared me um, it, among, you know, showing me some of my spiritual gifts. So yes, I, there is that tension. And why did it scare you? It scared me because I was like, I just want to be a mom. Like I want to spend this time, you know, being at home with him. And then the Lord's like, okay, well, he's going to preschool. And what are you going to do um, with your life? And he wasn't like pull, pushing me into it at that time, but preparing me. Mm-hmm. So it was more of a preparation mm-hmm. season to be praying and wondering and just being obedient to what he wanted me to do. That's good. That's good. Um, so me as a mother, like this this tension that we're talking about, I feel like I was caught in between, I really want to stay home with my kids. I want all my 100% to be there. But then there's this part of my heart that really had this drive for prayer and sharing prayer with others and sharing Jesus to others and as my husband and I, we started to travel with the Billy Graham Association, we um, would set up evangelistic um, outreaches and we would move into a city, work with the local church, the local people, community, set up different prayer events, outreaches, discipleship, anything you can think of. And we'd set up the evangelistic event and people would come and then we would do the follow up after and then we would pack up and move to the next city. Oh, wow. And we would do it all over again. I mean, talk about stretching yeah. and, I mean, connecting with my husband and getting on our knees because I didn't know anyone. And I grew up in the same home for my whole entire life. Mm. And I'm going, God, why are you calling me to this? Yeah. And you're oh, moving no. all around now. Exactly. So we moved to Ohio. Then we moved to Texas. Then we ca- came back here. Um, I don't know if anybody knows about Rock the River, but we set that up with the Billy Van- um, Graham Association. And then we moved to Vancouver, Canada. And there, God was stirring in my heart. Okay. Do we have kids? Do we not? There's this tension. And this whole time, to be honest, I'm just being honest, I didn't know if I wanted to have kids yeah. because I I enjoyed traveling around and mm. doing ministry with wow. my husband. Mm-hmm. 
and we had fun together and we bonded and we get to see all these amazing parts of the country and see the Lord move in so many of our um, friends' lives. So we felt like God was leading us to come back to Minnesota and work for a ministry called Pulse. So I led the prayer movement and directed all the prayer events. And my husband was a director of all the events around the country and the world. And it was a God thing. It had to have been a God thing because I had no idea that I wanted to have kids. And we were talking <laughs> about adopting. And I, mm, I woke wow. up from a dream and God showed me two kids in my life. And I was calling them like they were my daughter and my son. And I woke up going, oh, no, what did you do, Lord? <laughs> <laughs> did you tell Jay right away? I didn't. I didn't because I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. But there was all of a sudden my heart was moving into a different yeah. direction of momhood. Mm-hmm. But God knew I needed that slow touching, that little nugget that yeah. I could hold on to. And then three years later, had my first boy. So three years mm. after the dream. Exactly. Wow. That's so cool the way God prepares our heart, yes. doesn't it? Wow. Yes. Oh, yes. ladies, if you're just listening, my name is Sugbury, Him for Her Radio. We are part of himprisonministries.org. Look us up. You can see all of the podcasts uh, that we've already done on air for the radio, as well as you can go to iTunes and look us up there, Him for Her Radio. Today's hot topic we're talking about is ministry and motherhood. The tension, and there is a tension. I felt the tension when I was raising my kids at home uh, between these callings. Um, God has given us a gift of these kids, but also he prepares us with our spiritual gifts, which I've already done a talk on that. Look it up. It's called God, Why Did You Make Me This Way? Where we talk about spiritual gifts, but that tension between callings. So Steph was explaining to us, Steph Anderson, and we're here with Reagan Kramer. Steph explained um, that God had given her a dream Three years before she had, you've got three kids. Though. I do. Have what happened to that third dream? Where's that third kid? <laughs> you know, I when actually my third kid. Surprise! Oops, baby. Oops. I was just going to say that. Was that an oops, baby? Here you're already starting to plan to go back to ministry. There's that beautiful child. Yeah, in mind. So, Steph, you have this first child, right? Mm-hmm. And you've done amazing stuff with the Billy Graham Association with Pulse Ministries, and you have this baby. And then what are you thinking? I mean, is your heart just straight to motherhood? Are you still feeling that tension a little bit? So I was eight months pregnant, ready to pop with Mm -hmm. my first. And I was at the Mariucci Arena at the National Day of Prayer. And I have my feet up because I could not walk anymore on the cement floor of that arena. Mm. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness, my life is going to change. Yeah. There was excitement, but there was also fear. Well, they're scared to death when you're pregnant. And I was exactly thinking my life is going to change. But there was this weird love that I've had for this baby that wasn't born yet. Mm -hmm. So it was just, I was caught in the middle. Mm -hmm. Ministry, motherhood, ministry, motherhood. I was scared to death even after they were born. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still scared. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I love Steph's description. Fiery kids. I love that. And they're still young. We're going to be praying for you as they turn teenagers, for you and Jay. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um, You know, after you had your kids, um, what happened to that fire that you had for ministry? Or is it still there? So, so I had babies probably two years, yeah, two years apart from each other. My second was colic, so colic for eight months. So, oh, your second. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I was, so I had a two-year-old and a colicky baby for eight months. And oh, then man. shortly after that, I got pregnant. Eight and months surprise, it was colicky? Eight months. Oh, wow. Eight months. Huh. So I would walk and just pace and pray over my daughter. Um, so in that two years, 
to be honest, my fire was lost yeah. because I was outpouring constantly mm-hmm. sure. and I had nothing to give. Mm-hmm. I was in this fog of just coping and just survival mode, mm-hmm. basically. So after that, I realized if I don't do something about it, because as I'm pregnant with my third and not, un- I mean, just uncomfortable with my whole situation and not happy, if I don't do something, I'm I'm going to... It's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good. Mm-hmm. So I needed I needed maintenance on myself. Now right. you're talking about you need to do something. What do you mean by doing something? So doing something. I knew I had a, a passion for prayer. Yeah. Three years in, I knew and I lost it. Mm. And it was like a part of me that was missing. Yeah. And I'm like, I need to get some other moms and pray. Mm-hmm. So what I did was for that year, I grabbed two other moms and we got together no snacks. It wasn't anything. We just know we need to get on our knees and pray because that was the only thing that was going to help us. So we got together and prayed for an hour and then we left. And are you praying for each other during this We're praying for each other. We're praying. I mean, laying on hands on each other, Mm. lifting each other's burdens up. And we felt like, wow, we can do this with God's help. And that's what we needed. God's help. Nothing else was going to help but God. And we knew we needed to bring before him. That's that's amazing. And I think I've been talking to a lot of young moms lately, and they feel like they don't have anybody they can do that with. It takes time. Mm-hmm. You're tired. You don't, you know, you're thinking, we got to go to this play date, and what are the kids going to do? But if you're intentional, you need mm-hmm. to be intentional. And even if you're tired, you need to know that the Lord will lift you. You get lift from that, mm-hmm. even though you're tired. Um, and I was at a conference recently, and we were going around the table talking to each other about what fires us up and what our passions are. And uh, one of the ladies at the table, I just asked her, I'm like, so what fires you up? And she's got two little kids. And immediately the tears started coming. And I was like, wow. I mean, that question was just from the Holy Spirit. But when you, I think a lot of us, and I've been there, you're in a place where you're just you're you're being a mom, you're being a mom, and it is such a gift from God that you want to do it with excellence, but you also lose the fire of maybe some of your spiritual gifts. And you can definitely pour your spiritual gifts into your children, but maybe God is continuing to stir something for you later, or maybe it's a time of preparation. But so I, why was she crying, though? Was she crying because she didn't she, have a fire? Because she actually said, I'm not sure. Oh, because she felt like she kind of lost those. And that's what sparked that, what you just said, Steph, is like they were kind of gone for three years. Yep. And we get to that place where we wake up, wake up one day and we're like, what does fire us up? You yeah, know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, our kids can fire us up in a negative and positive way. Mm-hmm. We have to keep that in mind. But really, our kids are gifts from God. So if we have children, there is a tension there between, especially if you're a deep, loving, love the Lord um, woman, there is a tension there between a calling of ministry and a calling to your children. How do you guys balance that? Mm-hmm. So I, since I thought, I thought, well, I have a passion for prayer. So I'm going to make my p- kids pray with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So every Sunday night, us as a family, we get together and we pray. And I teach them to pray. Why we pray. Just the basics, the elementary basics, because I want my kids to know how to pray when they get older. You know, I love what Paul says. Uh, Nicole will say, prayer moves the hand of God. Yes. yes. And have you seen that in your own family as well? Oh, exactly. In so many ways. So my, my oldest, he has a heart for prayer. And I see God moving in his heart. It's because I have been so many times as a mom desperate. And I'm like, 
Mama needs to stop and get on her knees and pray for patience because mm-hmm. I don't have it right now. What a great example that yes. is. Yes, just humbly, I want my kids to know I need Jesus much as just as much as them. Yeah, I need to pray just as much as them. And if nobody's showing it to them, how are they going to learn? Mm-hmm. So I felt like I needed mm-hmm. to step up and show them yes. that I need to pray. I need to go to before our Heavenly Father. And through our prayer times, Caleb, he set up a tent in our basement and he got it all ready with oh, lights. Cute. And he said, Mom, I'm ready for our prayer night. Woohoo! And that's all God. Yeah. That is not me. That is all God moving in his heart. So. I love that. That's so sweet. You know, there's different seasons that we live in. You know, Steph, you shared about your season with your husband as you were ministering through the Billy Graham uh, organization and then now with Pulse. And by the way, it's spelled P-U-L-S-E. Um, where can people go as they hear you talk about Pulse? And that really is an organization that concentrates on the youth. Can you just take a minute and share a little bit of what uh, that organization does? Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. They do so many things. But for right now, which is so great, um, for the National Day of Prayer, which is going to be at Grace Church of Eden Prairie, Mm -hmm. they're going to gather many people around for just a time of prayer and worship for our city, for our country, and for people beyond this world. Mm-hmm. They have little Unite um, gatherings month to month all over the Twin Cities. They just had one a couple days ago. Um, they have evangelistic outreaches all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a place where they can gather college students, churches, pastors, ministry leaders in, in a neutral location, and they can drive us together to work in unity towards the gospel, mm-hmm. for the gospel to go forth. Mm, the mm-hmm. body of Christ. I yes. mean, it's powerful. I mean, yes. Satan shakes when mm-hmm. we get everybody together. I just yes. love that. And you know what I love about them as well is that they're really concentrating on the youth today, mm-hmm. finding yes. new ways to reach them in this high-tech uh, type of atmosphere that kids live in nowadays. Um, and we've seen miracles coming uh, as well. Um, when we start to preach the gospel in a way that they can understand. So hats off to Pulse and everybody out there that's listening from that organization. We praise God for you guys and all of your hard work. And as we had already said, prayer moves the hand of God. If you're just listening, my name is Shugbury, him for her radio. I am here with Reagan Kramer, a dear friend of mine, and Steph Anderson. We're talking about the tension between ministry and motherhood. So. I want to talk about seasons for a minute. You had that season with the Billy Graham group. You had that season as well where you found out you were going to be pregnant. Now you got three kids. Look at what God does in that. <laughs> but what if what are you finding out in raising kids and how then that can tie in with a future ministry? And Steph, did you say that you were uh, homeschooling yet? I am homeschooling. So that ties right in. So now you're homeschooling. Yes, now I'm homeschooling. And I love administrative stuff. I, I'm, my husband goofs around. If I'm kind of nervous about something, he says, Steph, just go organize a drawer. <laughs> Take, <laughs> go organize a drawer. He knows you. Yeah. You he know, come me. on over to my house and you run out of drawers. <laughs> right? So every day I'm using my administrative skills, organization skills with um, homeschool every day with my mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. I'm praying with them. I have a passion for prayer. I have a passion for evangelism. Mm-hmm. My husband takes. I my knew ki- I liked you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my husband, he, we want to take or expose our kids in a healthy way, even just to bring our kids out in the public and say, this is what's going on. Yeah. This is a real world. Let's share, yeah. you know, the love of Christ with others. And how can we do that? Either yeah. it's make cookies and bring it to our neighbors mm-hmm. and put a Bible verse on it. It Aww. doesn't have to be complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be the little things to the huge things. Mm-hmm. But I think we just overthink it in our head and then we just don't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're right. You know, when Reagan and I were talking about this topic quite a while back, 
Um, you know, it's it's a common concern with all women who love Christ. And I remember, as I had said earlier, I was on my knees in my office praying, God, don't waste me. Yeah. Because I had yeah. double degrees. I had my kids, you know, similar story to yours. And I discovered Christ after I had my babies. Um, and, you know, you can't help but look at those little tiny fingers and toes and know we had nothing to do with that. God gave us a gift. and But there's a season you go through, and there's almost a hunger and a drive and a desire. And I didn't know I was an evangelist right away. I thought I was a leader, a teacher, other spiritual gifts. It wasn't until I got out and started to preach the gospel that I felt like I was flying. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that season, those seasons of my life of my kids, of leaning into the Lord, of discipline, of sharing with them, mm-hmm. um, as well as all the experiences we went through in the teen years and everything else, how God used that not only to magnify the ministry that he does inside of me, but also to glorify his name through experiencing and understanding our kids. That's exactly right, Shug. And God knows our hearts. He knows what gifts we have, and He brings, he, he's timeless, so he's not constrained by time. And so this, these things are stirring in our hearts. And when I look back, I was a children's leader at BSF for 12 years, trying to have a baby, then finally got pregnant, and this little miracle boy grew up at Bible Study Fellowship, mm. hearing the Word of God. And when I thought I was going to homeschool two years ago, mm-hmm. God called me to be a children's supervisor at a new church for Bible study, and my son can still go with me. I mean, like, you can't plan this stuff. I found out last week on the snow days that I'm not a homeschooling mom. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> find home every day. kind of know what your talents yes. are. Yes. But at the same yes. time, being able to teach mm-hmm. and then being mm-hmm. able to actually start to get in, get my, you know, dip my toes into prison ministry and know that I love to share the gospel with those women, too. But I had been doing that with kids, you know, for 13 years. So he uses it all for his glory. He doesn't waste any of it. And my life versus Isaiah 6, 8. Here am I, Lord, send me. I would encourage you right now, today, to get on your knees and ask God, Here am I, Lord, send me. He's going to send you not only in your families in a powerful way, with your children in a powerful way. Oh, ladies, hang on. Little did I know I'd be preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in some of the darkest prisons of the world. I mean, you know, in my old age, God's using me kind of like Moses, but he prepared me through all these different seasons of life. So if you feel a tension, this is my advice. This is old lady wisdom. If you feel that tension between motherhood and ministry, good. Because you know why? God's not going to waste a second of your life in motherhood, nor the training he's putting you through. Get in God's word, get in Bible study fellowship, get in any kind of Bible study you can find. Get to know God's word. Why? Because it's going to impact the way you parent and it's going to impact the purpose he has for your life. We have a minute or two left. Steph, would you share just a few things with the listeners on the impact that ministry and motherhood has had in your life? So... I have been floored on how God has showed up in so many ways with my little bit and being open and wanting to step out and to pray with my kids and read, do Bible studies with them and read scripture and memorize. God has taken it mm-hmm. and ran with it. I love it. All he needs is our little bits mm-hmm. and then he does the rest. Yeah. So yep. it takes the burden off of us and it puts it back on the Lord. Beautiful. I agree, Steph. And um, just that we are open and say, here I am, Lord, use me. Mm -hmm. And we have no idea what he is preparing us for 
when he gives that us that little responsibility mm-hmm. and he could be he uses it like the fish in the bread is what I always say he multiplies and multiplies mm-hmm. and yes. multiplies yeah. so thank you Jesus That's yeah good. thank you Reagan for that John 15 tells us you did not choose me but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide so that whatever you ask in the father's name he may give it to you ladies God is calling you out. He's calling you out. And if you're feeling attention, hallelujah, because God's going to use you. And if you don't feel that tension, all you have to do is ask Jesus to come into your life, surrender to him, and watch how you will be on the greatest joy ride ever with how he's going to use your spiritual gifts. Ladies, Thank you so much for being here, Steph Anderson, Reagan Kramer. Thank you. Thank you, Shug. My name is Sugbury, him for her radio. Ladies, keep the ideas coming. Until next time, over and out, love ya.